On a hot August Thursday in 1974, an old man in Paris did something he had never done before. He woke up in the morning, but he didn't get out of bed. He couldn't. His name was Laurent Moutier, and he had felt pretty bad for ten days and really lousy for seven. His arms and legs felt thin and weak, and his chest felt like it was full of setting concrete. He knew what was happening. He had been a furniture repairman by trade, and he had become what customers sometimes brought him, a wormy old heirloom, weakened and rotted beyond hope. There was no single thing wrong with him. Everything was failing all at once. Nothing to be done. Inevitable. So he lay patient and wheezing and waited for his housekeeper. She came in at ten o'clock and showed no great shock or surprise. Most of her clients were old, and they came and went with regularity. She called the doctor, and at one point, clearly in answer to a question about his age, Moutier heard her say, Ninety, in a resigned yet satisfied way, a way that spoke volumes, as if it was a whole paragraph in one word. It reminded him of standing in his workshop, breathing in dust and glue and varnish, looking at some abject, crumbly cabinet, and saying, Well now, let's see, when really his mind had already moved on to getting rid of it. A house call was arranged for later in the day. But then, as if to confirm the unspoken diagnosis, the housekeeper asked Moutier for his address book so she could call his immediate family. Moutier had an address book but no immediate family beyond his only daughter, Josephine. But even so, she filled most of the book by herself because she moved a lot. Page after page was full of crossed-out box numbers and long, strange foreign phone numbers. The housekeeper dialed the last of them and heard the whine and echo of great distances, and then she heard a voice speaking English, a language she couldn't understand, so she hung up again. Moutier saw her dither for a moment, but then, as if to confirm the diagnosis once again, she left in search of the retired schoolteacher two floors below, a soft old man, who Moutier usually dismissed as practically a cretin, but then how good did a linguist need to be to translate ton père va mourir into your father is going to die. The housekeeper came back with the schoolteacher, both of them pink and flushed from the stairs, and the guy dialed the same long number over again and asked to speak to Josephine Moutier. Oh, Richard, you idiot! Moutier said, in a voice that should have been a roar, but in fact came out as a breathy, tubercular plea. Her married name is Richard. They won't know who Josephine Moutier is. The schoolteacher apologized and corrected himself and asked for Josephine Reacher. He listened for a moment and covered the receiver with his palm and looked at Moutier and asked, uh, What's her husband's name? Your son-in-law? Stan. Moutier said, Not Stanley either, just Stan. Stan is on his birth certificate. I saw it. His uh, Captain uh, Stan Richer of the United States Marine Corps. The schoolteacher relayed that information and listened again. Then he hung up. He turned and said, They just left, really just days ago, apparently. They were family. Captain Reacher has been posted elsewhere. Chapter 2 
The retired schoolteacher in Paris had been talking to a duty lieutenant at the Navy base on Guam in the Pacific, where Stan Reacher had been deployed for three months as Marine Corps liaison. That pleasant posting had come to an end, and he had been sent to Okinawa. His family had followed three days later on a passenger plane via Manila. His wife, Josephine, and his two sons, 15-year-old Joe and 13-year-old Jack. Josephine Reacher was a bright, spirited, energetic woman, at 44 still curious about the world and happy to be seeing so much of it, still tolerant of the ceaseless moves and the poor accommodations. Joe Reacher, at 15, was already almost full-grown, already well over six feet and well over 200 pounds, a giant next to his mother, but still quiet and studious, still very much Clark Kent, not Superman. 